morning. It's the Workers' Beat. I'm Gene Lanson. The beautiful redhead is here. Good morning. It's Bonnie Mathias. The, wor- the Workers' <laughs> Beat is always about everything from the point of view of working families. Right. We like to start with things you can do. Yes. And here's a, here's a hot one. At 2 o'clock today, downtown Dallas at 1100 Commerce, down where the federal building is and where Civic Park, Civic something park is, 1100 Commerce, there will be a rally and demonstration for no cuts and no special sessions. On May the 28th at 9 o'clock, the young active labor leaders are having a sip-in. In In other words, they're going to drink coffee. With Starbuck workers at Preston and Inwood Streets, contact Rosie. May 29th, the Texas legislature session is supposed to end. uh, Oh, dear God, please hurry, hurry. May the 30th through June 2nd is early voting for Dallas County District 3. June the 3rd, uh, labor is going to block walk to get out the vote. June the 6th, the International Day of Action to Stop France from Raising the Retirement Age. June the 7th at 1230, uh, Dallas Chapter of Texas Alliance for Retired Americans meets at the American Federation of Teachers Hall, Bishop and Center in Oak Cliff. Everybody is invited. Call 214-729-0063. That's Judy. June the 10th will be runoff election day. Check for early voting info. June the 10th at 9 o'clock in the morning, the Troublemaker School in Austin at the IBEW Hall. June the 31, June the 31st is the possible date for a decision in a Supreme Court case called Glacier National versus Teamsters that could destroy the right to strike. And today is Kissinger's birthday. I should have. He's a hundred years old. That's a hundred years longer than he should have been around. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number. I'm going to the demonstration today at two o'clock. I hope to see you there. It's because of what's coming up, and what is coming up, Bonnie? I don't know, Gene. It's kind of scary. I mean, uh, we got the well, uh, the debt ceiling. They have got an extension now to like June the fifth. Is that they when gave you, us four more days? Is that when you call your creditors and go, "Hey, look, um, the check the check's not quite ready, but if you'll just give us until June the fifth, uh, yeah. we'll we'll get that payment to you." Is that what the United States is doing? That's what they say. What but, the heck? So June the fourth is now, or June the fifth now is the deadline. For a doom for the world economic system. If they don't get some kind of deal through Congress before then. And so they did the the only thing they could do in a desperate situation like that. They took the weekend off. (laughs) (laughs) all, all, All the Congress is back in their districts. You could call them. And tell them what you think of what, what's going on. Uh, when the it tr- gets rough, the rough get the tough get going. Yeah, they, they get going home for their for a, a weekend, a long. Weekend. And don't try to think that they're going to be out in the community because that's just wrong. They ain't well, going to be. A lot of them is, are going to be hiding from you. Okay. Not mine. Mine's. No, I got VC. You got Mark VC. I got Colin already. He's yeah. not hiding from anybody. He doesn't have to hide his face. He's out there running for second for uh, Senate. Yes, I'm so happy. So yeah. the main thing is that the world is coming to an end on June, <laughs> June the 5th. I hate to mention it. Sorry. That means we won't be back on the air because I think June 5th comes before. It does, but that's, I think we'll still be here. I don't think there's going to be. And, I mean, And also next week is supposed to be the termination of the 2023 Texas legislature. And God bless America. We, don't, we won't miss them at all. No, but but there's so much, so many bad things that they've already done, so many bad things that they're fixing to do. The budget is coming right now, and the president of the teachers union or the school educators union called the Texas American Federation of Teachers. His name is Zeph Capo, and yeah. he put out a big long email that said, "Is this a joke?" He said that he said that nobody is going to get a raise except Mike Morath. I think he's the the. Uh, he's the Texas Education Agency head. He's the one that yes. the governor appointed. He's also and the he's one also that, totally against public schools. Yes, he's the one that worked with uh, the guy down in Houston to try to overturn overturn DISD. 
But I do have good news about today's rally. Joyce Foreman is going to be there. Joyce Foreman is going to come and talk about the desperate situation in the city and in the state yeah. that is being created by the Texas legislature Jeez. down in Austin. Mm. And I don't know if it's not exactly true that nobody's going to get nothing because uh, some of the teacher retirees are going to do, yeah. do pretty well. Or they're going to get some stuff. Not what we wanted them no. to have, no. but they're going to get some stuff out yep. of this budget. But uh, in general, schools are going to suffer from this Texas legislature. And the, the governor has sworn that they have not suffered enough. By and God, we're calling a special session so we can make it, we can put some more punishment on you. Yeah, so the governor is determined to get oh, uh, to undermine public education, which is uh, even more. Let's let's even more. Yeah, even more than they have already done. We have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hey, good morning. Come Hi. Good morning. Okay. No time, no talk to you. Where you been? This is Elizabeth. Good morning. All right. What's up, girl? Hey, nothing much. I just like to share with you, and thank you for having me on the radio. Um. What the Social Security thing um, that the government is doing, um, they're saying that we're spending too much on our Social Security, mm -hmm. but this is the only way we can pay our bills. Hello. Hello. What do you want us to do, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think that is what they want. I, honest to God, think that the Republicans just want anybody who is, is receiving any kind of Social Security benefits to just die. Mm -hmm. Just go on and die. The Alliance for Retired <laughs> Americans has announced that they think that the cuts that are are being pushed by the Republicans in the Congress uh, will hit the hit the seniors harder than anybody else. Of course, and uh, they will definitely definitely cut the administrative uh, ability of the Social Security to administer its programs. And the offices are hardly open now. Yeah, they've pretty much given up on offices. Well, yeah, well, thank you. I just want to clarify with you, with you, with you guys on the Social Security. It's so wrong yeah. to do what they say about us. I think we're the ones that spending the money, and then they're about to. And the Democrats don't do any um, defaults of it, and they're the ones that putting us behind. Uh -huh. Well, you know that when you don't have the majority, it makes it really hard. Uh, you've got to you've got to work both sides of the aisle. Unfortunately, that makes me throw up a little bit in my mouth. But uh. <laughs> exactly. Well, you, you guys have a wonderful Memorial Weekend. Okay. Thank you, my dear. You too. Very good to hear from you. Have I'm a good gonna, one. I'm okay. going to be. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'm going to be doing my favorite thing, which is demonstrating. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling K N O N. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Hi, Jean and Bonnie. This is Judy. This Hi, is Judy. Judy. Hi, Judy. And I wanted to uh, invite everybody, uh, anybody that is concerned about getting cut. So, uh -oh. Medicare, anything like that. So please come out and join us today at 2 o'clock across from the Earl Cabell Federal Building because um, now that we've had a little extension to June the 5th, <laughs> uh, uh -huh. anyway, the thing is, is that people would not get their Social Security if we default. Medicare benefits could be, you know, uh, in question. Yep. And those things, uh, people would just not have money a lot of folks to even buy food or whatever. Veterans hospitals could could actually close because you don't get paid. Are you if you gonna, don't you, get paid, you're not going to go to work. Are you going to be down there at 2 o'clock, Judy? Uh, yes, absolutely. And we've invited lots and lots of folks. And so, uh, I heard you talk about Joyce Foreman, and I know uh, Juana Ramirez is going to be there. Hey, Juana! And, and uh, some other folks. So... We really would like everybody to come on down. I did want to tell you, Gene, though, as a retired 32-year teacher, uh, true to the Texas legislature of promising things that they don't come up with, mm. you know, the retirees are not going to get, the, the retired educators are not going to get what we were <clears throat> more or less led to believe we would. Right. Because this, 
the issue has to go to the voters in November. Oh, for God's uh, sake. For, for us to even, uh, for us to get some of these things. And it will be, if the, I'm hoping the voters will support public education. Mm-hmm. Jesus, but, me too, Judy. <laughs> if, if they do, if if they do, they could come downtown at 2 o'clock today to Federal Building, and they could meet the fabulous Judy Bryant. That's I, right. I already know her. I know, I'm me too. I'm to know her. Yes, yes. Well, and they could hear the fabulous Joyce Foreman, who is the Dallas School Board member who forever and ever has stood up yeah. for our students and our public educators of all ranks. That's right. That's right. So, She's very, one of the good ones. Nice. Oh, yes, absolutely. And so we'd just like to invite everybody to come on down today at 2 with the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans and uh, Young Active Labor Leaders. It's a good uh, <clears throat> pairing between uh, between us retirees and between the uh, young folks. And mm-hmm. Rosie Kurtz is going to represent them and speak. Oh, All right, the, Rosie. Fa- the fabulous Rosie Kirk. The fabulous Rosie. People yes, will get absolutely. to meet her. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Who is also who is also a teacher, by the way. Yes, she is. So, that's what's wonderful. So, come on down to uh, 1100 Congress across from the Federal Building, and uh, we'll see you this afternoon. If you're a union member or a Terra member, wear your shirt. Otherwise, just please come join us. I'll probably be there for about an hour. <laughs> Wait a minute. If if you're not a union member, do you still wear a shirt? Well, please. Please, yes. Well, yes. yes, I think so. <laughs> we do prefer that you wear a shirt. Wear yes. some kind of shirt. Some kind of shirt. What it, you yeah. mean is to wear some something kind. with insignia. Yeah, on. with the union colors right. or, you wear, know. Wear yeah. your, if, if you're a union member or a terror member, wear your union shirt or your terror shirt. There you go. Yes, I see. Please do. <laughs> we, we, don't want, we don't want to have any... Uh, arrest for public right right we don't want and some of us you know some we just don't want to see all that sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) so come down to two o'clock at the federal building 1100 commerce in downtown dallas and stand up against cuts and stand up against the special session right exactly because because the thing about school vouchers i mean it seems like the governor has decided he can ram it down people's throats even if they don't vote for it now. He thinks calling a very expensive special session will make him will make the uh, legislators decide. Oh, we're going to vote for it now. Uh-huh. Well, and of course we've got anyway. to vote. We, I'm sure there's a constitutional amendment someplace that will have to be voted on in November. Judy, I, I heard you cough earlier. Are you going to be in good voice at two o'clock today? Oh, yes, yes. No. Oh, thank I goodness. Have, uh, because we don't have much of a sound system, and you're about the only person I know who just who puts the microphone down even when they have one. Oh, yeah, because we project. She can hear. You, oh, she can no. be heard two I blocks can, away. This is true. No, I can, proje- I can project. Hey, I, I use my school teacher voice. There you go. That's <laughs> it. I can project. But, no, the, the things in the air make my voice. Uh, make me do that early in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Well, I'm glad you're in good voice. All right. Yes, absolutely. And thank you both for all that you do in spreading the message for working families and retirees. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Thank you, Judy. Oh, you're so nice. Thank you, Judy. And we will see all of our listeners, all of your listeners, come on down. We have a good time. That's Gene's true. Going M- Gene's going to MC, and you know it'll be fun. Absolutely. We have, a good time. we have a good time when we get out on the street. This is very true. This is very true. Thank you, Judy. Have a great day, ma'am. Thank, thank you. You too. All, All right. right. Thanks. Come down, and, come down and meet us in person at 2 o'clock at 1100 Commerce, downtown Dallas. <laughs> That's uh, that's where the federal building is. Yes. And there's something called Civic Something Park. Is that the park that's right across the street? The is real, it it's just the a small little, building. small little park. It's right? got a little hill on it. Yeah, it's kind of cute. I don't know if we're going to be on the little hill or if we're going to be on the sidewalk. It depends on how many we get. If we if we only have twenty or thirty, you know, we'll be on the sidewalk. If we have a couple of hundred or three hundred, we'll go over to that little hill. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Come on down and hear Joyce Foreman explain the situation and the attacks 
on your right to send your children to school. Jesus. 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. So how much of a raise did Mikey Morath get anyway? Uh, I don't I don't know. It's just they raised the cap on his thing. Oh, I see. Let me I say see. this before the break. This is also the anniversary of the hanging of Jane Elkins, mm. our first great martyr for women's rights in Texas. She protested uh, the way women were treated and also the way slaves were treated. Her form of protesting was to take an axe and <laughs> chop off the head of a man named Mr. Lovings, uh, I guess some kind of slave owner in uh, in the Dallas area. And, and I'm they, sure he deserved they it. They hanged her down there where the old red courthouse is on uh, on this day, June 27th, 1853, 170 years ago. Wow. So, Jane, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your service. Man. And we're thinking of you today on That's your right. anniversary. And Jane Elkins. And you're pardoned. You're pardoned for anything that you did to that guy. I'm she just should saying. be. Nobody ever asked her why she did it. No, but I bet and I it could, should be perfectly obvious. I why bet she I did could it. guess why yeah. she did it. She was standing up for women's rights. Yeah. Are we taking a break, Pierre? All right, we'll be right back. on the Worker's Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Jean Lance. I was just saying that this is the anniversary of the hanging of Jane Elkins, the first woman ever executed in Texas, as far as we know. And I forgot to add, the only one thing we do know about her was that they said she was valued at $800 uh, in 1853 money in the South. That, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. When they executed slaves, they always added their value in because cause they didn't know whether they wanted to hang them or not. If you if you were too expensive, they wouldn't have hanged you. You know, if, if her value had been like $900 or something, they probably wouldn't have hanged her. They'd have done something else, some horrible other, other thing. But they hanged Jane Elkins 170 years ago. I wrote an operetta about it. You which did. has never been performed, except here on KNON. I think we did it here once on KNON. I think we did. Uh-huh. I think you and, didn't you and Linda, uh, Linda, Coleman. Linda Coleman do? We did, we did parts of it. Yeah. Anyway. yeah There's yeah. a song in it. Uh, the, the name of the song is Doesn't Anybody Want to Know? Because... See, nobody knows exactly why she killed Mr. Loving. Uh, what, what was it that he had done that caused her to take an axe and kill him? It was in Farmer's Branch, by the way, uh, right outside of Dallas. Wow. And that she did this, and, uh, and then they, they gave her a swift trial. I'll I, bet. Yeah. And, uh, Guilty. <laughs> and it was, it was over on May 27th, 1853. The trial, the trial transcript is in the library uh, downtown Dallas. 972-647-1893 if you'd like to talk. Uh, the debt ceiling limit is threatening the world economy. See, the way, that, the way it affects the world economy, that if, if the United States cannot pay its debts, then the dollar comes into default. Yes. And the dollar is the currency for the world. Yes. However, a bunch of other countries are waiting to substitute their uh, currency instead of the dollar. Mm -hmm. And if they do, then the United States will no longer be able to borrow and borrow and borrow every time it wants to. And we'll actually have to, like, pay our bills, you know, like we're supposed to be doing right now, mm -hmm. paying our bills. Right. I don't know. Do you, when you, do you remember when you had a mortgage? Do you, did you ever, were you able to call them and say, hey, look, I can't pay you right now, but I'll pay you in a few days? Yeah, that, yeah, that went over great, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Or the electric company or, or the mm -hmm. phone bill or the water bill. Hey, look, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm a little tapped right now. There, I'll get back to you. There's a, there's a whole long <laughs> list of things they won't be able to pay after June 4th, uh, theoretically. Wages. Uh, and, it's, and it's all painful stuff for uh, ordinary people. For workers, people. yeah. But what, what the world is worried about is they won't pay the interest on the treasury bills. Uh, because the whole world holds those treasury bills. All the countries in the world have their, their savings put in treasury bills. So if the United States says, well, you know, see us next week or, or we'll, we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Checks then, in the mail, man. <laughs> then, uh, 
then uh, the world economy goes uh, goes into a tizzy. It, it would be nice to call it a recession, but it'd be more likely to call it a calamity. A crash. Yeah. I mean, call it what it is. It's a crash. It's yeah. going to be a major freaking thing. You know, and what's funny of all, Bonnie, is I monitored uh, the Dow Jones uh, 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 stock index yesterday oh, all day. God. Because usually when bad news is coming, the uh, the stock market takes a dive. Did it look like a uh, like a roller coaster yesterday? No, it did not. It did not. It went up just nicely. It went huh. up a, a full percentage point. Oh, and uh, that is that is very strange. I thought. Does that mean that they want us to have a recession? I think it reflects what the what I'll tell you what the Washington Post said about it. They said it's because they really think that the government will make some kind of compromise agreement. Okay. Uh, but if they do, that's bad news for us because that means they have agreed to, to certain cuts. I don't think so. That the so. Republicans are demanding. I just don't think it's, I don't think Joe Biden is going to allow them to cut social programs, period. Okay. Well, that was his position originally. His position originally was that we won't negotiate on this. But clearly he has blinked. He's been negotiating with uh, McConnell for some time now. No, not McConnell. McCarthy. McCarthy, is that his name? Yeah. Okay, so so what we, we don't know what they're coming up with, but, but apparently Wall Street thinks they're going to come up with something because it's not going to hurt them. No. They're not, they're not going to miss their Social Security checks or no. their Medicaid payments no. or their Medicaid. Medicare payments. Oh. Uh, so stock market continued to go up yesterday, but check with me on that on Tuesday. <laughs> if they have not come up with an agreement, if they have, if they were not able to say that we're going to resolve this crisis on Tuesday, check with me about the stock market because I'm predicting. I'll sit here and say it right now. If they haven't, uh, if they don't have an announcement on Tuesday. Uh, there will be a crash. I don't think there's going to be an announcement on Tuesday. Well, uh, they just left Washington to go on freaking vacation for the next four days. Well, they, kind of, they mean, go back to work on Tuesday. Okay, so they go back to work on Tuesday. My and, uh, God, y'all, the whole country, the whole freaking world is at stake, and these rats go on vacation. <laughs> what the... Uh, come on, man. I wish people could. I wish we were on TV. We, we need to be a TV program but, just, so people can see the smoke coming out of Bonnie's ears. I just am just, I, I, oh, my Lord. What in the world is wrong with these people? I don't understand. <laughs> Call us and tell us. Call us and tell us what you think is wrong with them. 972-647-1893. Now, the legislature, we already know about them. They're just pure evil. Oh, Lord, they yes. are taking their instructions straight from Hades. And they are is that, out, is they are out name, to get us. Isn't his name Greg? Huh? Greg? Whose name? Haiti. The guy from Hades. Isn't his name Greg? Greg Abbott? Isn't that his name? <laughs> oh, you think he is actually it? Oh, I, I, I have very little information to, to think con- otherwise. To contradict it. 972-647-1893. And another interesting thing in, in the news today is that Eight years after we told them on KNON, the rest of the world is finding out that the Texas Attorney General is a crook. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, good morning, uh, June and Bunny. Hi. And amen to the crook. But now, getting to something um, that uh, is on my mind, you know, I don't see why the whole thing about the, uh, the national debt is is a, is a the subject that is news, you know, because it says right there in the Constitution, the validity of the public debt of the United States shall uh, not be questioned, you know. Right. So, I mean, all they got to do is just go ahead and say we're going by the rules and regulations, and, you know, Democrats should grow a spine mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, you know, just put their foot down. That's, that's, the what, four, that's, right. that's what I'm hoping Biden will do. Me yeah. too. That's the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. Mm. Uh, and, I mean, yes, it's a, it's a very old uh, <laughs> in there, but I think it was in the 1841, something like that, or 71 when that was passed. Well, but, what, do you, what do you think, brother? Uh, do you think that's what's going to happen? Uh, yeah, well, you know, like, uh, they're backing off the uh, controversy part of it right now, but 
it, you know, it, it, it seems to me that they, they just need to go ahead and I think something else is going on, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's a smoke screen myself. I think this is a this whole discussion, this whole controversy is a smoke screen for something else. I don't know what, but uh, you know, it's a foregone conclusion to me that uh is not gonna be uh, uh, uh they're not gonna default on the debt of the United States and uh, of, of this country. And uh, you know, I just wanna make that statement. Okay. So, well clearly that's what the stock market thinks too, so so you're in line with uh, the uh, investors as of yesterday. I'm going. I'm with it. Mm-hmm. I'm good. All right. Thank you. Thank All you right, thank so you. much. So so there's another voice. See, the, the president supposedly has the authority to just uh, implement uh, Article 14 and just say, you guys can't uh, hold up the country over the debt limit. You have to pay our uh, bills. And, uh, <laughs> and, and that would be the end of it. But... If he did that, it would go to the Supreme Court immediately. Uh, everything the president does is subject to interpretation by the Supreme Court. And we so, all know what they are. And they are clearly not on our side. They're clearly on their own side. Yeah, so... so I don't know. Let's call Harlan Crow and ask him what's happening. Harlan Crow uh, here in Dallas? Yeah, maybe he, can, maybe he can give us some insight into what's going to happen. He could ask his uh, his... Uh, his to, Supreme I, Court justice? He could ask Go the guy he's it. got in his pocket. Yeah, he I mean. He could reach in his pocket and pull out Clarence Thomas. And say, hey, man, what's going to happen? Us, That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. I got something else on Harlan Crow this week. Ooh. A gang of billionaires, including Harlan Crow of Dallas, a benefactor of Clarence Thomas and Nazi memorabilia collector. Jesus this Christ. gang is funding a third party of candidates for 2024. And the really? and I got this from More Perfect Union, and they're saying, "Why? What do they, What do you think they're going to do?" Oh this? well, you don't get it. What do you? What I do you mean, think, what do you think they're going to do? They want, they want power. They want to rule. Mm-hmm. They do not want to govern. They want to rule. Mm-hmm. They want to create either. But a, you're a, talking about the Republicans now, aren't you? Oh God. Do you think Harlan Crow Harlan Crow is doing and his buddies are doing that to split the vote uh-huh. so that their candidate gets in the White House? I see. I uh, it's just and guess who their candidate is right mm-hmm. now? It's Donald Trump. Right. And if he gets in the White House again, boys and girls, we will not have another election. Mm-hmm. Maybe ever. 972-647-1893. The station loves it when you call, and you are entitled to call and yes, give you your are. opinion. If you don't, you're going to hear ours, because me and Bonnie got plenty of them. I'm going to be downtown today at 2 o'clock uh, rallying and, and protesting against the idea that they're going to have special sessions to ruin the school system and against the idea that they're going to be a bunch of cuts. Here, that's what I think is going to happen. I think that uh, Monday or Tuesday that the uh, Republicans and the president will announce some kind of compromise, and it will be a compromise based on just how many cuts are they going to get. There's a bunch of Republicans in the so-called Freedom Caucus (laughs) that have already said it ain't going to be enough cuts. The people have not suffered enough. They have not bled enough. And no matter what they come up with, that we're going to vote against it. So Mm -hmm. if, if they do then the Republicans won't be able to pass anything because, oh. because they were barely able to, to pass uh, the, uh, their demand, their well, ransom they, demand. They have the crazy caucus. Mm-hmm. They have... That's who I'm talking about. Major Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rapey McForehead. Oh, that's, uh, that's the guy from... Yeah, what's his name? Uh... I can't even. Gates. Matt Gates. I call him Rapey McForehead, you know, because he's been accused of trafficking a 14 year old girl. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's another one. Isn't it funny how all the things that they say about the Democrats, they're actually doing? I see. 972-647-1893. One of the terrible things that the legislature has already done is that school counselors who normally have master's degrees in education can be replaced now by unlicensed religious chaplains. 
somebody gets his degree over the internet, you know, with a with a fourth grade education, and says, "Oh, I'm a religious chaplain, and so you can replace, you can use me to replace the counselors in Texas's public schools." And they have already passed that, and it's gone to the governor. I don't know if he signed it yet, but he's going to. Uh, you know, he has a big ceremony where he signs all the really bad stuff mm-hmm. in public. You know, because mm-hmm. he wants everyone to know how horrible he is. Uh, this is one that hits me pretty hard, I think. Uh, well, it actually hits everybody, but it just it hits you so slow that you don't necessarily feel it right this minute. But faced with the certainty of climate change disaster, the Texas legislature has taken extra steps to burn more fossil fuels. Of course they have. That's not a secret. That's what they have done. That's it. right. And That's that right. was in the Dallas Morning News. And we're all going to pay for it. Yeah, because <laughs> they're going to uh, drill for some more, and we're all going to pay for it. Isn't that great? They took they are they're they're going to try to take away tenure for university professors. I'm not sure that that's passed yet, but I know it's uh, it's being considered. They had uh, bills SB 1412 and SB 1787 to effectively take away the city's right to zone themselves. And they already passed one that takes away the city's rights to govern themselves in eight very important issues, and especially labor. Mm -hmm. In other words, if a city like Dallas says that people that work here deserve a water break, if if they're entitled to a water break, the legislature wants to say, no, you can't can't give them a water break. That's uh, local control. You can't do that. Yeah. We're so not going to have it. Pa- they've already passed that. Oh and uh, so businesses would be able to do anything they want in any neighborhood. Well, you know, because this is Texas and we don't give a damn. Yeah. There you go. I think the one to put the uh, Ten Commandments in every classroom oh, did not God. pass. Or oh, not, no, that did not. It, it did not. No, it's not going to. Well, it could still slip oh, through some way, get stuck on something else. Uh, the Dallas Morning News said that the Texas bills threaten the constitutional separation of church and state, yeah. and yes, yes, yeah. they do. Just like the chaplain in the school. I That's looking, right. I was almost looking forward to them putting uh, the the uh, Ten Commandments in every classroom because I was wondering how the teachers were going to explain what it means when you say you should not covet your neighbor's ass. <laughs> that is one that's of right, because that's what it says. That's one of the Ten Commandments. It doesn't the say the Bible. wife. There's nothing in there about coveting your neighbor's wife. Yeah, okay? So not in the original no, translation. No, it, you know, it says that. You shall not covet his wife, wife nor his ass. Nor his ass. That's so, right. Okay. So, so let's see him explain that I one. can't wait. I, I'm looking forward to that conversation. Well, anyway, that one, I don't think that one has passed. Uh, in, in international news, this is one that, that I think is worst, worth seeing. There was a big, long editorial in the Dallas Morning News, and they said the United States must redouble their efforts to send more weapons to kill people in Ukraine and Russia because the, wor- the United States is, quote, the world's foremost defender of democracy. Yeah, that's us, boys and girls. <laughs> and that's that's a good announcement to have on the birthday of Henry Kissinger. Uh, yes, glorious. Who, who led the uh, United States through, through the um, murders of all the, all the people in Southeast Asia and uh, especially in, uh, in Vietnam. In Vietnam, yeah. So... The world's foremost defender of democracy, which put in dictatorships all over South America and and uh, killed off the the democracy in Chile mm-hmm. under Henry Kissinger on his birthday, it's a good time for them to be remembering what really happened. Yes, if, if anybody cares what really happened, I don't think they do. I think they just you know that's they just feel like that's part of the part of the deal. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. If you want to get your opinion in, the Houston Chronicle editors and the Dallas Morning News editors are in agreement on this one thing, and I think Bonnie is going to agree. Thank Impeach you. Ken Paxton. <laughs> I saw that big long. I didn't read it all. <laughs> I have to read that when I get home. That's what the, the big editorial in the, or the op-ed in the uh, Dallas Morning News this morning. It, uh, it, it recommends impeaching Ken Paxton. Well, so do the editors. I, I think it's absolutely uh, essential that he be held accountable for something. And why in the world should the Texans, you and me, pay his friggin' 
mess up. And Bonnie and I have been telling people that ten, eight that years. Ken Paxson is a crook eight for years, years and years and years right here on KNON. So <sighs> now somebody is listening. Uh, it, I don't know what it had to do with, but he finally they finally crossed some line. This is this is the his deal about his staff. He's got the perfect defense. His perfect defense is. No, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I didn't do it. And, and the guy, and the, and by the way, look over there at that other guy. He, he drinks. Look at what he, yeah, right? Oh, my God. He's, look at him. He was drunk. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning. There's a voice we haven't heard for a while. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing like fine wine. Uh-huh. Excellent. I'm just thinking, all this been going on in America, back over what? Going to impeach you? Turn the whole turn of you? I don't believe it. It made the people, but I don't believe it. You don't believe it? No, I don't believe it's going to do it. It took me that folks, five people, but like I said, all the hell going on, they all about to put everybody's But he, still, but he still didn't give him that 25 cents raise. Oh, That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. See? See? They got they got bamboozled. Okay, we got to take a break. Thanks so much Thanks for so calling. Thanks so much for calling. We'll be right back. Blue Monday. Yeah. I Blue Monday. Monday. Got to work like a slave all day. It, it come, come Tuesday. Tuesday. That's the great fest, Donald. That's right. 972-647-1893. I want to be sure that you know that Elon Musk is supporting Ron DeSantis for president. He is the richest or the second richest. He goes back and forth. Man in the world. And I have figured out how he's going to pull this off, how he's going to get people to vote for DeSantis instead of Trump. Elon Musk also owns a healthcare company. You may not know that. You know he owns oh, Tesla. You know he owns Tesla and some rocket ship company. I read this. this but he morning. has a bunch of others. But he has a healthcare company. Yeah. And he says that the government has given him permission to put computer chips into people's brains. But unfortunately, there's no uh, collaboration from the United States government on that. So, so if you get a call from some from yeah. Thank you, corroboration. Yeah, no, no. I, I just don't. So no. if Elon Musk calls you up and says that he wants to put a computer chip in your brain, uh, you better check it out. Yeah, don't, don't just don't jump just on it. Don't just jump on it. No, don't. But if you, you do, do I think he's, he's going to, I know what the computer chip is going to say. Jump, vote for John, for, <laughs> vote for Ron DeSant. DeSantimonious. Well, I. I can't even the say Satan. it. The Satan. I like Vote that. Vote for Ron, Ron DeSatanist. De Ron DeSatanist. <laughs> oh, I like that one. That's really good. I don't think Ron DeSatanist has got a chance in the world because there's only one vote left in the Democratic Party, and that is the racist vote. And and I mean, excuse me, in the Republican Party, and that is the racist vote. And and Mr. Trump has got that sold. Oh up. yes, he does. They love him, don't they? They do oh, love him. Oh my God! And he has got two hundred million dollars. The the Satanist is saying, "Oh, I raised eight million dollars." So uh, uh, Trump's already got two mil- hundred million, and the money is just pouring in yep. from mm-hmm. all the people who who hate minorities. Yep, that's and, it. 
Mm. And I don't think that anybody is going to beat him in the Republican. Even even if he does get indicted, even if he gets thrown in jail. Oh, he can because, run from prison. Because, yeah. because uh, he always turns that around. He always says, oh, well, you know, they're just being mean to me. Uh-huh. And, yeah, uh, that's right. They're just being mean. And people believe it. Yeah. And there's plenty uh-huh. of people that are willing to accept uh, the racist of their dreams. Yep. No matter what he does. No matter. So 972-647-1893, you don't have to hear my opinions or Bonnie's opinions. You can give us your opinions. That's right. And the whole world will be listening. That's right, everybody. Trump's criminal trial for allegedly falsifying business documents has been set for March 25th, 2024, in the middle of his presidential campaign. And he's quite upset about it. He is quite upset about it. He's been... Uh, putting stuff out on Truth Social, which is his really his, his pitiful own, his social, own social media, media. site. Uh-huh. Uh, and th- one of the shows that I listen to calls it uh, the statement from the bassinet of the 45th president. Does <laughs> that really? Yes, the statement from the bassinet. We have a call. Mm-hmm. Good morning. morning. Hello. Yeah. You're on the air. Good morning. Um, I um, I originally uh, wanted to talk about uh, the banners that were in South Carolina that were demonstrating a white couple uh, as the face of Juneteenth. But instead, Reverend Barnett talked about the bond package. Uh, Carolyn Jones, I mean, uh, Carolyn Arnold, about the bond package. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember uh, when I was in that same position 40 years ago, when I was a member of the city council uh, trying to decide on the bond package. And did you know that many of the packages uh, that I devised were reprogrammed, and many of them are just now being uh, developed. For example, the trees along um 345 and 310, they're just now being uh, developed. Some of them were reprogrammed. But uh, Joe Tate mentioned on the air that one of the things that he wanted to do was to develop self-confidence in the voters to participate uh, in the political system. And I think that that's a very... um, uh, laudable approach to do because people like uh, they claim that sometimes there's less uh, members than there are uh, staff members who are participating in these bond packages and so few of them even voted uh, for their city council members so I think that Joe Tate was right uh, in saying that the first thing that he's going to do is develop confidence uh, in the voters to participate in the political process. Alright, so okay. you're going to support Joe right. Tave in District 3. Thank right. you very well, much. Thanks so much for 972-647-1893. I think Labor also endorsed him. Yes, sir. So, We're going to be... In fact, as I recall, he's going to speak today Is he? downtown at awesome. 2 o'clock at the federal building, 1100 Commerce. He'll be there. I'll be the MC, so I've got to remember his name because I've got to, I've got to introduce yes. everybody. And Channel uh, 8 called, said they were going to come. I hope they do. Because the people people don't have much of a voice in this. They're not letting us tell them what we think about all of the terrible things that the legislature has been doing. Uh, I think Rosie Kurtz might give them a little blast. because uh, Not only does she represent young people, but she's also a very active school teacher. That's right. And the school teachers are mad about everything. It makes me so angry that, you know, let's also remember that we not only have a city council race, we have a DISD trustee race. Mm -hmm. There is a runoff between Jimmy Tran and Sarah Weinberg. Uh, Folks... Neither one of them got the endorsement of the Dallas AFL-CIO. So I can tell you that the outgoing person is endorsing Sarah Weinberg, which, in my personal opinion, says don't vote for her. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, that's your personal opinion. That that's right. That's my personal the labor, opinion. The labor movement didn't take a position nope. on those. They did take a position on Joe Tave in uh, District Three, and they're mm-hmm. going to be they're going to be block walking and they're going to be calling. Gonna be uh, people are supposed to get in touch with with uh, Jason Tomlinson, but frankly, his email is too long to read on the radio. Just contact me, GeneLance.org, and uh, I'll I'll put you into uh, the the labor. Uh, program for you, winning elections. You get a phone bank from home. Oh, I got some good news. Oh, yay! After 32 <laughs> months of bargaining, the Dallas News Guild has yes. reached a tentative agreement with Excellent. management at the Dallas Morning News. Yay! The historic first contract sets new wage floors, provides job security, establishes new severance rates, and creates an avenue to address grievances for the unit of about 140 journalists. That's great. And you know where I got that? I got that from the Houston labor movement. Are you serious? Yeah, well, Ed Sills had it later. Oh, uh, which gotcha. I always advocate that people uh, get the e- Ed, mail, Ed Sills' email service. Oh, yeah. You get it by uh, writing to ed at texasaflco.org. But he was late. They The Gulf... Coast Labor News uh, <laughs> scooped him on that. Oh, man. And they knew that the Dallas News Guild had won. That, that's the journalist down there at the at the evil Dallas Morning News newspaper. That's right. I'm hoping that uh, they get some say-so about what the newspaper covers. Cause, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and congratulations, if there are any journalists from the Dallas Morning News listening. Congratulations. Uh, you've done a great job. Yes, you have. There can't be any doubt that Dallas Morning News is one of the best newspapers that the bosses own in yeah. America. I must say. Uh, I mean, it's, Of course, they're all horrible because yeah. the bosses own them all. But, but <laughs> well, just you know. in quality and investigative journalism, the Dallas Morning News is way, way up there. Well, other, uh, other newspapers around the country copy the Dallas Morning News. I have to and, say, four years ago... Uh, with Robert Wolonsky's coverage mm-hmm. and the Workers' Beat coverage of Shingle Mountain mm-hmm. was a true springboard for getting attention and getting that mess fixed. And, hey, and, and turning back uh, some uh, racial, envir- environmental racism. Yes, and mm-hmm. we are still working to stop illegal businesses or businesses operating illegally in the same area. Mm-hmm. Some guy came in there and cut down about 40 trees. And Marsha had to call code enforcement and, and say, what is going on? Oh, well, he wasn't supposed to do that. Well, guess what he did? Mm-hmm. Can he put them back? No. We'll see. Encore did the exact same thing in East Dallas. In Lake Highlands. Mm -hmm. They went and cleared a ton of trees without telling anybody. They took trees off of people's property. Mm What the? What the heck? 972-647-1893. If you want to get your opinion in. Please. Here's an interesting item. Nearly 80% of Americans do not want the retirement age raised. That's one of the cuts that the Republicans always want. They want to raise the retirement age. How much further can you raise it, man? You got to work till you're 70 to get full benefits now. Yeah, and the uh, and the uh, life expectancy is falling. Right, <laughs> so. and the French they're mad because they're raising it from 62 to 64. Yeah, they're out there burning tires. Yeah, in the street. yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? Oh man, that'll suck. And here's some more. <laughs> here's some more bad news. You knew this was going to happen because the uh, the money from the pandemic has right. been cut off now. Yep. And a lot of people are being dropped from Medicaid. In some states, hundreds of thousands of people have been dropped from Medicaid. And that's a fact. I bet that happens here. seniors, older people, are flooding the homeless shelters that cannot care for them. They're not really set up to take care of old people. And there's just not enough of them to begin with. I got one of those from National Public Radio and the other one from the Washington Post. Oh, my gosh. So the fight is on. Speaking of the fight being on, if you've been following what's going on with the Teamsters, the largest public sector contract in America is the Teamsters contract with UPS, the delivery service. There's 340,000 workers involved, and they are negotiating right now. Mm -hmm. They're they're probably negotiating this weekend. And uh, 
their contract is due to expire on July 31st. The whole nation needs to unite behind the Teamsters to win that one. Absolutely. And then after that, after we win that one, I hope they'll come and help my union. The uh, United Auto Workers is facing big contract negotiations that are supposed to expire on September 14th. When unions win, everybody wins. That's right. That's how you got your raises, even if you never saw a union in your life. That's how you got your weekends off. That's how you got your your, uh, child labor laws, uh, 40-hour week. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's... In 1992, Bill Clinton signed the Family Family Medical Leave Act, Mm -hmm. where you can actually take time off to take care of yourself, a relative, a child. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's one of the biggest pieces of legislation that's ever been passed. Mm -hmm. Any company with over 50 employees must offer family medical leave. If you got some good legislation... Or if you stopped some bad legislation, you can thank the labor movement because right. they're, they're organized, they're working people, and they're organized, and they're down there in Austin and in Washington every day fighting for you. That's right. So the labor movement has got us up off the floor. We would be working for nothing. We'd be basically uh, sharecroppers. The whole world would just be sharecroppers. Oh, they'd love that. We would all be gig workers. Wouldn't they love that? If we did not have the the labor movement. Mm -hmm. So try to get behind the labor movement. When they win, everybody moves up a little bit. Some Amazon workers in the company's Seattle headquarters have announced internally their plans to walk off the job. And messages mm-hmm. sent out via Slack and email. You know what Slack is? It's some kind yes, of Slack discussion is a, group. Yeah, it's a we have we have a Slack account at the at the party. Okay. It's just an internal communication thing. Okay. And messages sent out via Slack and email, employee organizers urge their colleagues to walk out on May the thirty first. So we might see a walkout at from Amazon's Seattle headquarters. Uh-huh. Here's something on the economy. Take that, Jeff Bezos. Here's something on the economy. There were 236 bankruptcy filings in the first four months of this year, more than double last year's levels, according to S&P Global Market Intelligence and, and uh, printed in the Washington Post. Mm. So the stock market went up yesterday. I predicted that it ain't going up next week. Unless they have settled the debt crisis. But they may settle the debt they crisis. Might. That's what the stock market thinks. And at least at least one of our callers thinks that, that, that Joe Biden will not let the uh, United States go into default yep. if he can stop it. So we'll see. I'll be downtown demonstrating in favor of no cuts and no, no special, special sessions session. at 2 o'clock today at 1100 Commerce. It's where the federal building is downtown. It's where you see protesters all the time. Yeah, it's a nice area. And Joyce Foreman's going to speak from the school board. We really do appreciate the uh, city of Dallas for creating that little park. It's quite handy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a parking lot right across Griffin Street. That's right. So, That's right. So we are working on finishing up our program. Bonnie's watching the clock for us. uh, Bonnie, you you get the last word. I do? (laughs) Okay, here's the deal, folks. Early voting starts Tuesday, okay? 8 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, 7 to 7. Sunday, I'm not sure. Monday and Tuesday (laughs) will be... Is it 12 to 5? Okay. I think so. Uh, they were looking at changing it, but I guess it stayed the same. And then Monday and Tuesday, you will get another opportunity to vote 7 to 7. And then Election Day is the 10th. Say goodbye, Gene. Goodbye, Gene. Goodbye, Bob.